OMG. Hey guys, it's your girl Mira Mira. Welcome back to another episode. Guys, we have been going so strong and I have just been genuinely appreciating all the support and all of those who have reached out saying that they want to come on and share part of their journey um, for others to find some type of healing or, you know, compatibility with them on. It has been extremely, extremely, extremely <laughs> um, just really good to know and feel. So shout outs to you guys, the listeners, for making this happen um, and for coming on here being vulnerable with your girl. So I got so many people that was telling me like literally they really enjoyed um, the very first episode as far as like the story time and you guys wanted a little bit more of that you guys do enjoy people coming on but you also enjoy hearing what really happened to me in different scenarios and things of like that so I said you know what I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna give them that so today it is just you and I so go ahead grab some water grab some juice some wine make you a cocktail whatever it is that you want because Today, I got another story for you. And of course, as always, there'll be something explained behind the story. So let's jump into this. It's hard for me to truly, in the beginning, be very um, trustworthy of people. And it's because I've had different scenarios happen. Um, I didn't really realize how much it was hard for me to let people in until when I moved. And when I moved, um, I'm not talking about like, just like to, you know, another house, apartment, whatever. I'm talking about like, I moved 11 hours away to another state, everything. So have you guys ever heard of the saying, when you're dating, you, um, You meet the representative first, and then you'll meet who the person really is. I can definitely say that I didn't really understand that terminology until after this particular situation happened. So I was introduced to this guy um, who on paper was like has the perfect resume um we were from the same town um back home um he was doing very well for himself had a great job traveled everything like you know graduated from college the whole nine and someone the person who introduced us and as you guys know i don't do names um but again just like before Certain people who listen to this story will um, know exactly who I'm talking about. So let's just say, um, for the heck of it, the person who introduced us, their name was, oh my goodness, Keisha. (laughs) 
Um, and then the person uh, that Keisha introduced me to will say name is Jackson. Okay. All right. So Keisha knew Jackson because they worked together. Keisha felt like based off of what she knew about Jackson, um, that we would be possibly a great match. I had just gotten out of a relationship. Um, was still kind of fresh. Like, I, I want to say, like, I hadn't been in the relationship maybe about a month or two. And I was just chilling. And they was like, girl, just at least meet him. Like, y'all can just kind of get to know each other that way. So... I'm like, all right, cool, because I didn't feel like this person would set me up in any type of way because uh, this person is a family member of mine. So fast forward, I meet the gentleman, um, and he seemed cool. You know, we exchanged phone numbers, and, you know, every now and then we would chit-chat. We met up maybe twice. Uh, where we had dinner, and another time um, where it was, like, just for coffee. Um, But the conversations were good. Like, it was definitely going somewhere. We both found ourselves, you know, attracted to each other. Um, But, you know, I had made it very clear. I had just gotten out of a relationship. You know, I mean, that person was still kind of cordial. It was very fresh. Um, And in all honesty, I didn't really know what we were going to do. So... You know, he respected it, so he never made me feel pressured or anything like that. We just really thoroughly enjoyed getting to know each other like we said we would do. So on one particular day, um, well, first, let me say this. We had um, both had to go back to New Jersey this particular weekend. Um, And I can talk about this now because the case is done and over with. And yes, I said the case. So anyway, um... We had both been planning to go back to New Jersey this particular weekend. And um, I was telling Jackson, because at this point, like, I felt like we kind of talked enough where it was like, okay, cool. Like, um, we have both been saying, so my car was in the shop because I think I either got in an accident or like some work. Yeah, I, I had gotten to an accident with my car. And so I was in a rental car while my car was being worked on. So, um, while I was getting that rental car, um, Jackson was telling me that they were thinking about getting a rental car as well because of the fact that, um, they didn't want to put miles on their car or something like that. So I was like, well, we're going to the same place. If you want, you can just ride with me. You know, it's literally a two hour drive. Well, two and a half to three hour drive. Um, and we can just split the gas and the tolls and stuff like that. So they were like, oh, I'll let you know. Okay, cool. So um, they hit me up the day I was thinking about leaving. And I was like, I had to go to work. But then I was like, maybe I won't go to work. Maybe I'll just go ahead and get on the road. So I was getting kind of late. And so I get a phone call. I was like, all right, I'm going to go to work. I'm going to leave work early. And boom. So I get a phone call from Jackson. And... I tell Jackson, um, hey, you know, I'm getting ready to go to work, um, but I'm probably just going to leave from work and go to Jersey. 
I was like, oh, okay, I was calling to see if would you mind, like, grabbing me and taking me to get a rental car over there by your job, because I work by the airport. So I was like, yeah, that's fine, but are you sure you don't want to ride with me? Like, it'll be less money for both of us. And he was like, yeah, no. I was like, it's cool, because I get it. Once you get there, you know, you probably want to run around, whatever, like that. Now, mind you, we did say that while we were there in Jersey, we would also link up in Jersey, um, you know, go out, whatever. So he had made this whole plan that we're going to link up that next day, whatever. Okay. So I proceed to go get him. And after I I pick him up, um, I tell him I'm outside, whatever. You know, I see his car sitting there like normal, whatever. And um, as we're leaving out, um, I'm taking him to go to the airport. So I'm taking him to go to the airport. And, you know, he's like kind of quiet or whatever. I was like, you okay? He was like, yeah, just, you know, I want to just get this car and whatever. So I was like, okay. So, you know, he just starts talking, small talk, and we proceed to the airport. So we get to the airport. I wait outside um, for him to come back saying, you know, he got the car so he could get his luggage. So at that time, uh, we proceed to go our separate way. He now has a rental car. I have a rental car. Um, I go to my job. I probably stay there for not long at all because I just end up like I don't feel good and I just want to get on this road and go so I go in and talk to my manager like listen I'm just not gonna you know whatever so they was like all right it's no problem because you weren't gonna be here anyway and it's slow so I get on the highway proceed to make my way to New Jersey from Maryland so get to New Jersey have a great weekend. Me and him ended up not meeting up. He was actually on some whole shady stuff. And I just wasn't feeling it. Like, I didn't like the way that he carried it. Um, especially after the fact that my family was interrogating me, trying to figure out who this person was that I'm meeting up with there in New Jersey. And then especially when I told them where he was from, as far as in New Jersey. So, fast forward. Um... I don't even, this part, I don't remember whether it was like a week or two, but it was definitely not too long, but also not like the next day type of thing. So I'm at work and this number calls me. So I answer it and it is a detective's office. So I'm like confused why a detective's office is calling me. I'm going to say it had to be at least two weeks because at this point when I came back from Jersey, me and my um, ex have been talking more and talking about getting back together. So like I said, that was like still fresh and I had told Jackson, I believe that's what we said his name was, (laughs) um, that, you know, we weren't really sure whether we were like really taking a break, broken up. Like we, it was just like, yeah, we were trying to figure it out. But anyway, so, you know, they're telling me basically, like, listen, you need to come down here. We need to talk to you. There was a situation, and it was with uh, involving Jackson. And I'm like, okay, well, I haven't spoken to him because I was so upset about basically how Jackson went um, and handled the situation when we were in New Jersey and everything like that. And I felt like, you know, he was like just acting phony and fake. And I'm like, bro, like, 
you don't have to do any of that. Oh, also because I caught him in a lie. So, um, like the following day after we were supposed to meet up, I asked him. He had hit me up. And I was kind of like acting kind of nonchalant, but I was like, yeah, so what happened, you know? And he was like, oh, my bad. I was tired. I ended up, you know, um, just kind of, you know, after seeing my family and stuff, I kind of just stayed in the house and chilled like that. And I'm like, oh, okay, but you know, that's all you had to say. You know, you could have just sent a text message, something, whatever. But he was like, like, even the way he handled that was crazy. But um, he hit me when he got back on the road to go back to Maryland to see if I had got on the road. And I was like, no. And he was like, yo, I'm so tired. I was like, why are you so tired? He was like, man, because I ended up linking up with my bros last night. We went out and did this, that, and the third. And literally, I was like, oh, really? Okay, because I thought you was tired. X, Y, Z, blah, 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 blah. So, of course, now he knows he's caught in that lie. Like, bro, you we're not even in a relationship. You didn't even have to lie. Like, you know what I mean? Like, come on now. So, fast forward. We are, um, I'm, I haven't talked to him since then because I just don't have time for stuff like that. So, when this detective called me and saying that, like, I need to come down to the station and all of that, I am thoroughly confused. Like, what the hell? So, I literally, um, maybe, like, later that night, I, like, send, I call him and was like, yo, I don't know what the hell you got going on, but, like, detectives just called me and telling me, like, I need to come down there. Oh, no. Um, like, it's some crazy shit. Like, I told them that you took me to go get my car. You know, somebody took my car and, um, they said, no, he was like, he was like, I told him that you just took me to get, um, car rental. And, you know, I guess that's why they want to question because something happened with my car. So I'm like, well, what? And he was like, you know, like, just, I'm, I'm sorry. He just kept saying, like, I'm sorry. I didn't realize that they were going to do all this. Da, da. So I just hang up the phone. So I still don't know what's going on. So at this point, um, my ex is at the house and he's like trying to figure out why I'm freaking out. So I didn't proceed to tell him. Mind you, that means I have to tell my ex that, hey, I kind of been talking to somebody, like getting to know them, not talking like we haven't done nothing, no nothing, like literally nothing. Um, but this is the situation that I'm in. So he's now pissed. I mean, pissed, y'all. Like, what do you mean? Where'd you meet this guy? Blah, 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 blah. Why would your cousin do that? Oh, yeah, because, well, now y'all know that. It was one of my cousins that introduced me. But anyway, yeah. So, fast forward. Um, I go to the station because I'm like, I know I didn't do anything. I'm confused at what's even going on. And so, funny part, I get to the station um, I go to where they tell me to go, and they have this waiting area. So, they have a TV in the waiting area, guys, and guess what was on the TV? First 48. <laughs> I'm like, why would they have First 48 on, literally, at the police station where they interrogate people? Like, that, okay, you know, I, th- I don't know. I, I thought that was weird. So, anyway, one of the detectives come and get me, and he's like, you know, you Tamara? Yeah. He was like, oh, okay. And I guess he saw me, like, looking at the TV. So he was like, do you watch this? I was like, yeah, who doesn't? And he was just like, oh, okay. So we go back, whatever. So it was two guys um, in the interrogation room with me. It was a Caucasian guy, and it was a black guy. So the Caucasian guy is the one doing all the talking. The black guy is just kind of sitting back, 
you know, just kind of, I guess, watching my body movement, trying to see if I'm lying, anything like that. So they proceed to ask me, how do I know him? I proceed to tell him, basically, but I already told you guys that, you know, I was introduced by a family member, boom, 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 boom. Um, they want, of course, a little bit more detail about our, like, relationship, which there wasn't really one. We were getting to know each other. Um, and then what ended up happening? Um, so they began to, like, basically tell me, like, well, you're looking at possible charges, um, being brought up against you because, um, he did, I forget how exactly how they worded it but they they wouldn't tell me like what he did like they just said like he was involved in something and um your car has been placed at the scene and i'm like what so they're like okay well you know i'm telling them like listen we didn't talk like that he, they're like well did you know anything about his car and you know um in reference to like anything being wrong with it i was like no like i mean besides like the normal oil change or whatever like that like he never said anything to me like there was an issue with his car or anything like that to my knowledge like so they're like well why did you take him to get a rental car he said he didn't want to put miles on it like to me that's normal because i have family members that literally rent cars all the time for trips because they don't want to put miles on their car um because either it's leased or they whatever so to me like i didn't think nothing of that right so i'm like okay so Next thing I know, you know, they're like, well, we think you know more than what you're saying um, because um, they have you at the scene. I said, at the scene. And they're like, yeah, what type of rental car? You're saying you had a rental car. What type did you have? So I tell them. And I'm like, I had this rental car, this color, this, uh, you can check, with, you know, where I got it from, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, well, they're saying that's the car that showed up at the scene of um, the incident with his vehicle. But, and again, I'm still lost. So I'm like, I don't even know what happened. Like, what is going on? So they proceed to tell me that basically um, his car was towed and taken somewhere to be set on fire. And that they have witnesses that said that his, uh, that, my car supposedly um showed up there somebody got out the passengers side went in the car and grabbed some stuff out of it we um before it got set on fire so i'm like there's no way possible no way possible because one like i'm floored like wait what like so basically he tried to set his car on fire and like a case or something and they were like yeah so they're basically trying to say that i knew and that i helped him do it um y'all i had nothing to do with this had no idea at all whatsoever like when i say shocked i was like they're like and i think they could at that moment that's when they realized but they still of course had to keep incriminating me and everything like that and they're like you know well i feel like you're trying to cover for him and you know what if you know because now they know about my ex because of course i had to t tell them like listen me and my ex were on a break we're trying to work things out we're trying to figure out what does he know about him i was like well he does now <laughs> but um he didn't before well you know we may have to bring him in here for questioning i'm like for what like i'm thoroughly confused you know why you have to even talk to him because yeah, like, y'all, when I tell y'all, I had never in my life been incriminated like this, ever, ever. So, 
mind you, I don't know what's going on. Like, I'm, I didn't know about any of this. So, basically, come to find out, he did uh, set his car to get fired. He used me, um, basically, to say that he was with me, and I took him to get the rental, and that he didn't know anything, that he was in New Jersey. Um, supposedly, while he was in New Jersey, he got the phone call about his car, but he didn't rush back, so they felt like that was odd. And um, the fact that we were supposed to meet up, but we never met up, y'all. Um, just all types of whatever. So, as we're leaving out, um, they finally let me go after, like, threatening to have, like, they pulled all my phone records, showed them to me, and was like, well, how long did you talk on here? I don't know. Like, we never had long conversations. They're like, you were on this phone call for, um, they would say stuff like <laughs> 300, um, what is it, like? 300 seconds or something like just trying to like get me wrapped up and stuff you know what I mean so long story short um basically I had a lot of stuff I had to deal with with that um one of the detectives um ended up walking me out and he just told me he was like look he was like I'm gonna be honest with you it just seemed like you really got mixed up in some stuff that you didn't even know about like you got to be careful and I like I told the detective I was like listen I met him because we you know on paper he has this that and the third blah 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 like never in a million years did I think this would happen so of course after that um what ended up happening is um we ended up having I got served papers we had to go to court I then had to talk about like what happened his um of course like um not his attorney but whoever the other person is they were like trying to incriminate me on the stand as well um but they could tell like I don't want nothing to do with this guy and I, and I put it flat out like listen I cut him off because of this if you don't know now he know why like because I just stopped talking to him like I didn't know anything about this now I'm being brought into this blah 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 and they could tell, like, he kept trying to talk to me, even there. And so it got to the point that when it was all over, they was like, look, it looks like he's, like, kind of standing around. He knows you have to go out that way. So they ended up having to show me a different way out. So once they showed me a different way out so I can go ahead and leave, you know, I got dismissed from the whole situation. Thank God. Um, but he then proceeded shortly after to still try to, um, kind of get in touch with me, I guess, like, claiming he wanted to apologize and stuff. It was just bad, y'all. It was really, really bad. And it just made me really look at the fact, like, you cannot trust people. Like, one, I was being my authentic self. Um, and here, clearly, you tried to mix me up in some stuff. You know what I mean? Um, my family was livid with my cousin. Like, the whole situation just went left. Um, and literally after that moment, anytime anybody wanted to get to know me, it became very hard for me. Like, I felt like people had hidden agendas. I feel like even myself, like, can I be myself? Like, should I be myself? Should I let them in? And I realized, like, I had such a hard time with that afterwards. And even now, I still struggle with, like, letting people in, which is why I think doing this podcast, like, genuinely helps me because, it's like, it's not really, how should I put it? Like, right now, it's just us. Like, I'm letting you guys in, but I don't feel that 
pressure of like you being right here. Um, so it's really, really hard sometimes because I don't know, like my mind gets to wander and thinking like, what is this person's agenda? Like, why do they want to get to know me? Should I let this person in? Should I let anybody in? You know what I mean? And it's like situations like that. I man, listen, y'all. I don't want no parts, okay? I'm I'm not built for it. <laughs> I'm not built for it. But I literally, literally, literally to this day, you know, hear that he's like telling people like, yo, I messed up with Shorty. Like, she's bad. That could have been wifey, but I did some dumb shit, you know, et cetera, et cetera. But I don't think he fully understands the what it did to me as far as trusting people you know i have you know you, you go through different scenarios and other things where like you kind of question if you trust people you know what i mean um but you know that's like like dating you know if you get cheated on or you know um people i don't know you know like there's just different things but that situation i had never like having to be interrogated go to court like Literally because somebody, like, dropped your name in something that you had nothing to do with just because you were being nice and taking someone to get a rental car. You know what I mean? So now, like, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Like, I ask questions. You know, I, at one point, I didn't, you know, I was kind of taught, like, that street code. Like, listen, don't ask too many questions. You know, because God forbid, if something do go down, you don't know nothing. Now, granted, yeah, I did not know anything because I didn't think there was anything to be known. Like, I know. Who would think, like, yo, like, you just asked me for a ride to go get a rental car. Like, okay. You know what I mean? But now I'm like, oh, so what you, why you going there? (laughs) What you doing? Now, where are we going? Okay. So you need me to meet you where? Like, yeah, I'm, I'm that person now. Because it just, yeah. You just never know what type of situation you'll end up in. Especially, like, when people are, you know, not giving you full details because I'm sure he knows and knew then that if he had told me, like, listen, um, my car is being towed and, you know, I just need a ride, blah, blah, blah. I probably would have said like, hell yeah. He, he told me his car was being towed and that's why he needed me to come get him. Like, now you got me up in this shit. Like you, you set me up. You get what I'm saying? Excuse me, y'all. That's probably the most y'all heard me curse. Again, I'm working on it. If you heard the last episode, (laughs) But yeah, y'all, like I, that, that was traumatic for me, definitely, because like when I tell you guys I was so blindsided, like it took me a long time not to think people had hidden agendas. I didn't want to meet nobody. I didn't want to. And I think, honestly, that's a big reason why, like, it helped me want to get back in the relationship with the person I was with, because it was like, I know you, we've been together already for four years. Let's just work this out. It ain't that serious. Um, me and that person ended up breaking up two years later. So ultimately we was together for uh, six years, but like, yeah. Um, it, yeah. It, it took me a long time to like really, really like start letting people in again even just as a friend, because I just felt for so long people had hidden agendas or, like, would try to use me on something um, and so forth. And the reality is that not everybody has a hidden agenda and not everybody should have to pay 
for what somebody else did, you know? Um, yeah, it was bad. It was really, really bad. And even after, like, years later when I tried to let this person apologize, they still did some stuff that, like, they, they just didn't get it. They didn't, didn't, just didn't get it. Just, yeah. So, that's my story time. Um, how do we end up in situations like that, right? Like, I literally, even now, like, this was well over, t- like, this is in my early 20s, y'all. Um, like, I just, I, I don't, I still don't understand, like, why... Like, why it seems so regular to me. Like, why didn't I ask the questions and so forth? Like, it, I was really, really blindsided. And it really affected me. And um, it affected me and how I allow people in my life. You know, I'm much better now um, with certain things. I'm still, you know, cautious. But at one point in my life, y'all, I ain't, I ain't want to, I don't need to know you. We cool. I'm going to stay over here in my lane. I'm asking all types of questions. My question is probably going to annoy the hell out of you. But yeah, you know, um, it's, I'm sure it's one thing when you know the situation and you're being interrogated, but to absolutely be blindsided by somebody that you're getting to know um, and have only known. I think we had, at this point when this transpired, it had definitely been a good two, going on three months. Um so yeah but that's my story guys um what situations were you blindsided by that really affected you and caused you to kind of like handle things differently going forward um definitely let me know you can hit me up on instagram at looking in the mirror m-e-e-r-a-h and tell your girl or you know you can dm me comment on the message you can email me at mirror mirror ix at gmail.com as well. I would love to hear from you guys. Or if you're using the Anchor app, there's a section there as well for you to ask questions and answer things as well. So chime in, let me know what you went through that affected you to kind of look at things differently that you were blindsided by. All right. Well, I will catch up with you guys later. I always enjoy talking to you guys. Like you guys truly have become like my little family. And hopefully one day we'll be a big family. But until then, let's continue to grow together. Love you guys. Looking in the Mirror is a weekly podcast that provides its listeners with a community space to expand their spirit, mind, and soul. Through the self-transparency of myself and others via open dialogue, it hits all aspects of life. You can expect candid discussions, stories, and interviews. My hope is by sharing my truth, it helps someone learn to love and live in theirs while building a community of positivity, inspiration, and support filled with love for all. Find me on all social media platforms at Looking in the Mirror. Also, make sure to subscribe, rate, and comment on any podcast app.